Welcome to Fem Collective with Katie, Stacy, and Mai. Okay, we're going to get started today. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is self-love, also known as self-care. And I am really excited to get into this today. If you know me and you spend time with me, I'm probably going to talk to you about self-care within at least the first five minutes. So you just don't understand how excited I am. But... I want to kind of set the tone for self-love because I feel like it's a popular topic right now. Um, and I know when it first kind of came out, a lot of the conversation around self-love was kind of like the whole, like, oh, treat yourself to a spa day, you know, go get your nails done, your hair did, all of that, which that could be a part of self-love, but that is really only one element of it. So I want to dive in today into a little bit more of a deeper level and what that means. Um, The way that I want to kind of set the tone um, for the conversation and when you think about self-care and self-love is just to kind of think about and reflect on how you love, how you show love to the people that you care about the most. And you think about the people that you really love and what you do to show them that you love them and try to kind of overlap that with how you would treat yourself. And that kind of puts it into some perspective to make it a little bit more tangible than just this concept of self-love. So I like to kind of break it down into um, three different areas, like your emotional, mental, well-being and self-love, your physical self-love, and then your spiritual self-love. And that's how I like to kind of break it down. Um, And so when I talk about like emotional and mental well-being, it kind of brings me back to thinking back to the postpartum episode that we had where I talked about, you know, just feeling disconnected and getting to a point where showing myself more self-love and self-care really helps me through that healing journey of that, which is one of the reasons it's so important to me. Um, Just because then I think about when I was dealing with postpartum depression, there wasn't a lot of self-love and self-care. And I think a lot of moms deal with that in general, because you're so focused on your babies and you're so focused on making sure you love them that you can neglect yourself. And that's some of what happened to me as well. So when I think about the emotional and mental well-being, this is probably like my favorite part of self-love because it has to do with um, some of the internal dialogue that you have with yourself. Um, For instance, you know, we'll make mistakes. We do things, we fall short. We have all these expectations of ourselves and we can really beat ourselves up sometimes. Like, why did you do that kind of thing? I can't believe you failed again. And if you think about it, and I I feel like I've heard Katie say this before, like you wouldn't talk to your friend like that if they made a mistake, like you would encourage them. You would say, Hey, this is one, this is one incident. Like this doesn't define you. You're still more than capable. So I've learned recently to start having those kind of internal dialogues with myself. So whenever I catch myself going down that path of speaking and speaking to myself in a self-deprecating way, I'm like, Oh no, no. How would you show yourself love in this situation? No, I would say I am capable. I can do this. I am valuable. And that has been really monumental for me. And that's, that's the method of self-love is how you talk to yourself. Just like you would talk to a friend. Um, I think another piece of that too is learning to say no is self-love. Okay, let me tell you, (laughs) like, I don't have to say yes yes. to whatever you want me to do. 
like saying no is protecting myself because I know that that's not something that will bring me joy as Marie Kondo would say, it's not something that would bring me joy. So (laughs) I'm not going to do it. So you, you brought up like saying no is such an important part of self-love. I heard somebody say this the other day, and I think it's pretty common, but it's the first time I heard it is uh, I'm not going to use the cuss words that they use, but if it's not like an absolutely yes, it's an absolutely no. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So if you don't absolutely want to do it, like then just say no. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, you would tell that, I feel like you would tell that to a friend you love. Who's like, I don't really know if I want to do this. I'm really not feeling it. You'd be like, don't go girl. Tell that to yourself, honey. (laughs) Exactly. So I love that Katie. That's a very good point. So the other thing too, that I'm realizing is self-love is going to sleep on time (laughs) because the sleep aspect affects everything. So like it's being intentional about that kind of thing. And showing yourself love by saying, I need these, I need these things in my life to get done for me to operate at the fullest capacity that I can. And sleep is one of those things. And I have no, you can ask my husband, I I have no shame in my game about my sleep. So I will say, Hey, I need a nap. Can you go ahead and watch the kids? Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I said you're better than me, but, but what I, I feel like what I'm hearing from you right now is almost like self-love is establishing boundaries and keeping them with others and with yourself. Right. Mm. And you know, it's funny. I, I, I mean, obviously I knew we were going to talk about self-love today and I have my own thoughts about it that I'll share in a minute, but I wrote in there as I've gotten older boundaries, like being very clear with my boundaries is a way that I love myself because like what you just said, Stace, if it was, what was you, or if it was Katie and you were telling me how tired you were or how you didn't want to do something, I'd be like, girl, don't do it. Just don't do it. And I mean, mm-hmm. so I do it so quickly. But when it's with us, we have these self-imposed expectations or we feel like, well, I didn't get everything done in my to-do list. So my 10 p.m. bedtime is not going to happen. No, no, the to-do list will be there tomorrow exactly. and you just go to bed. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, just establishing boundaries and sticking with them. I, I feel like based on what you're saying already, that's definitely self-love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's an underlying message here for sure in everything that, we talk about and I talk about today. So I hundred percent agree. Um, the other aspect, um, that I want to kind of talk about is our physical bodies. This has been something that's been huge for me lately. Um, also kind of came out from the pandemic and actually having time to think about myself again and to have time to work out and time to eat better. So this is something that I like to share a lot about too, as far as taking care of my body as far as it relates to what I'm putting inside my body and also making sure I move. And part of my why for that, I have basically, I want to be there for my children and my husband too, but to be there for them as they have kids. And I I don't want to be that grandma who's like, hold on guys, (laughs) give me a minute. Like it's going to take me forever just to get across the room because, and there's other reasons why that may happen to certain people, but I don't want it to be because I didn't take care of myself. I don't want it to be a reason that fell on me. And that's so important for me. And it's a core value for me to be able to take care of them. So I kind of try to intermingle my why with the self-love as well, too. Um, I heard this quote before that really stuck with me and excuse the language with it, but it said, eat like you give a damn about yourself. And that like stung me 
it was like, it makes so much sense, but so much sense, but it's like, of course you would eat like you care about yourself. Like, so I eat, like, I actually care about my body. I eat, like, I care about how it's functioning. I eat, like, I care about my future. And so that's one way I show myself, myself self-love as well, too, is trying to take care of what I put inside my body and how I exercise and keep that a priority. And it helps me with my mental health too. So um, that's a big key for me. And then the other aspect of self-love that's a pillar for me is my spiritual health, um, because I want to be able to fulfill the calling that God has for me. And it's really important for me. And we've, I've talked about this before in other episodes. It's really important for me to support the people around me. I want to be a support system to them. I want to help them and love them where I can, but I can't do that to my fullest capacity. If I'm not showing myself love, not only in the other areas I talked about, but also in the spiritual element, as it relates to spending my time with God, like I need him to fill my cup spiritually, because let me tell you, you don't want a godless Stacy. <laughs> like she is not someone you want to be friends with. She's petty. (laughs) She's rude. (laughs) She's impatient. She's petty. She is not kind. Okay. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't either. But I'm glad we won't ever have to see. I have references (laughs) if you need them to verify that information. Okay. My husband being one of them. A little funny side note my mom was over here and I'm. I've been doing okay this week, but I've been, you know, feeling bad and stuff and feeling sick. And my mom was over here, you know, moms, a lot of times they have this intuition where they can like pick up on anything. So annoying sometimes, but (laughs) she was just like, and my mom is a super God-fearing lady. And she was just like, Hmm. She's like, you know, you know, when I'm having a hard time, I try to make sure I spend time with God and listen to my worship music. Maybe you you need to do that. I was like, mom, you know, I do my devotional every day. Don't do me. (laughs) That's what she sounds like. That's what she sounds like. I love you. Um, <laughs> and thank you for coming over and helping me with these kids. Because um, my patience was running thin. Uh, you just uh, call her after this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the only other point I want to make and highlight about self-love is where it starts. So you first have to even acknowledge that you are worthy of the self-love because sometimes we don't even see ourselves as worthy to show that kind of love towards ourselves. So you need to understand and know that if you're here on this earth, you are worthy, you are valuable, and you are worth it to show yourself that self-love. So if you can start there and build upon that and then find out what's unique to you, like I've shared what's unique to me as far as what is self-love for me, but that could look different for everyone. So, you know, I really encourage everyone to go on that journey and figure out what does self-love look like for you? Maya, what's your, your journey been like? with self-love it's it's been interesting Stacy, and, and I'll be honest with with both of you so I'll, I'll tell you I'm in a better place now I think I understand it to be what it is obviously a pandemic forces you to understand that you're neglecting yourself and therefore you must care for yourself but I have two issues right with this whole self-care self-love movement I'm gonna call it that it's existed forever, okay. but that's what we're going to call Speak it. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. So, yeah, it's, it's been bothering me for a while. And so I'm glad we're talking about it because so I don't know if it's like the the self-righteous uh, Christian in me, right? Growing up in a Christian environment, a lot of times we hear certain things and it's like a trigger. It's like, uh-uh, that sounds like it's bad stuff. It sounds like it's sinful. I don't want to do it. Um, so I feel like when it first started, whenever it was that we started hearing more about it, I just kept thinking of, you know, people are talking about self-esteem, self-care, self-love, self-made, like all these, 
all these things that just start with self. And as you know, mm-hmm. Stacy and even Katie, I mean, what you're taught in the Bible a lot of times is if you are uh, feeding the flesh, feeding the self, it's selfish and it's just right. wrong. So I remember at first when I started hearing it, I was like, I feel like people are just caring a little bit too much about themselves. <laughs> and, um, I'm, being, I'm being completely honest with you guys caring a little bit about too much about themselves and maybe they need to go do some community service and just care about other people right we're talking about 10 12 years ago I don't know when this started but I feel like that's when I started hearing it after I graduated from college obviously I've evolved I mean I've changed I even had to look up I no longer think that I'll just put it out there but I even had to look up the definition just to be sure because I don't like to argue opinions with people. And it's basically self-care is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health. I love it. I can't argue with that. I, mm-hmm. I want to take care of myself, right? Just like you said, Stacy, a little while ago, I mean, how you broke it down, just the different aspects of it. Perfect. It's taking care of yourself. But then the other thing that bothers me now that I'm well into it and I practice self-care and self-love daily is that I feel like for a lot of women, it's either what you said, it's either pampering yourself a spa day, which isn't for everyone. I'll be the first to tell you, don't take me to a spa day. I I don't enjoy that. I feel like it's a waste of my time to be there all day and I have things to do, right? So, (laughs) but it's not for everyone. It's just not for everyone. But that's what we always hear from a lot of women. That's what their husband's treating them to a spa day, you know, so they can take care of themselves. And there's so much more than that. Just like you said, Stace. But also I saw this TikTok video, which I couldn't find because I don't have a TikTok account. I'm that old lady. No, girl. That's impressive. How did you see it? I saw it on on Instagram. I don't need TikTok when you everybody puts everything on the gram. So I saw this (laughs) TikTok video. And it was basically like this lady making fun of the fact that um they were saying all these things she can do for herself, a mom. She's like, long drives by myself to the grocery store. <laughs> and then she's like hooping by myself in the bathroom. <laughs> she's cheesing. She's like eating a full meal all by myself without somebody eating from my plate, you know? So I thought it was funny, but then I got a little upset because I was like, lady, that is not self-care. Okay. That is you just living your life. Yeah. Self-care <laughs> when you have kids. <laughs> no. No, I think you broke it down perfectly, Stacey. And I hope moms and women alike can can get away from that, right? It is almost prioritizing your health. It's not doing the basic necessities. I got to eat to just function, right? I got to sleep seven hours at least to just function. So I feel like self-care should almost be like you filling your own love tank in times when, when, when when you can and you should. We have others that can help us fill our love tanks, but we should be able to do that as well for ourselves. And so for me, I mean, like I said, it's evolved, right. As to what I do for myself, but one of the, my favorite, favorite things are our long drives, which I feel like people may not know that about me, especially since I am an extrovert, but I, I definitely took traffic and long drives for granted. <laughs> All that time alone, you know, and it's so basically work. the time alone, right? Well, Everybody needs traffic. You also, get to, you also get to transition though from yes. like from home to work or from work to home. We don't really get that anymore for working at home. We, I don't get it at all. I get what, five minutes, maybe 10 I when like I get 10 the kids. From- so I, I do. That's one thing where sometimes like I do, I have, especially in the height of the pandemic, I would just tell my husband, 
I got to go, you know, I'm going to meet a friend. I would pick a friend that's literally across the Metroplex and would take me like a solid 45 minutes (laughs) to an hour. And I would just, that time to myself was precious. I mean, like I would blast my, my praise and worship music or just some nineties jams, whatever it may be singing all the words, not worried about who's in the back seat and Mm -hmm. just hearing my thoughts. My husband thinks I'm a psychopath because sometimes I drive with silence in silence, but I do too. It just makes me feel like, you know, I can hear everything. It's like, I'm thinking. (laughs) So that's actually one of my favorites. Whenever I can, I I do that. Um, I do get a monthly massage. So while I hate spa days, you are a spa person. No, 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 no. Mm, Not a whole day. But I'm for real texting my massage therapist right now because I have not made an appointment in a while. So thanks for reminding me. I need to. So I get a monthly massage and it keeps me feeling wonderful. And then one of the other things that I absolutely I've, I've, I've gotten back to from like my college days. And now I just prioritize is just, I need myself a good daily sweat sesh. So I'm talking about that good hit workout or a good dance Zumba class, whatever it may be, where I just got to give it my all 20, 30 minutes and just sweat out the toxins and thus the negativity, the stress, the stress, right? So that's one thing too. I feel like self-care is truly being intentional in de-stressing yourself for me as well. It is, you know, I wake up and I do my devotion and I do some 10 minute yoga. I have to, I I feel like my whole day has been set and that's one way, but it's almost just prioritizing your peace. And Mm -hmm. so I kind of wish we didn't call it self-care and self-love just because of my own reasons. It's very, I'm kind of shocked. You've said it so much today. I said it way too much. I wish you don't like say it's just loving thyself in prioritizing your piece, right? Whatever we want to call it, but that's what I'm going to call it. And you guys don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, it really is like stress management, but somebody figured out how to market it yep. to where it would, it would reach more people. It would mean more or something yeah. like that. And so now we have a couple of phrases that help us know what, our, what someone's talking about. And we we're all talking about the same thing. So you know, I, I have stuff like that too, where I don't like the way things are phrased or whatever. And I know you don't like this one, but it really is just stress management. That's right. So you tell know, me, I, you're not the only person. I feel like a lot of people feel, still feel the same way that you initially felt with, you know, the self word, because it's, it is the root word of selfish, right? Like, like I could definitely see how those could be your initial thoughts on it. And I know why other people think it's that way too. But if, you know, if, even if you want to bring it back to like a lot of people who are like believers in, in the faith, it, I mean, like Jesus went alone so many times. He's like, Hey y'all, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I gotta go by myself. I gotta go spend some time with the father and don't bother me right now. So if he had to do that, who am I to say I don't need to? Like, <laughs> thank you very much. No, I'm I'm definitely a believer of it now. And that's what I did want to like, just to show my, um, just the evolution of it all within me. But I just, you know, I feel like how it, it all came out. I did, I did have that. Um, I was taken back a little bit and it wasn't as, I didn't embrace it. And definitely, you know, being an adult, adulting is hard, right? And then add That's being a, a wife, being a wife, and then being a mother. I mean, I think in those moments, you really, you realize, like you said, Stacey, that 
you're no longer prioritizing your overall well-being as much as you should to be the very best you can be for all those that you love. And that's ultimately what what self-love and self-care really is. But um, but yeah, I'm curious, Katie. Uh, I think I know a few of the things that you do to de-stress, stress management, whatever we're going to call it. <laughs> I think we all call it different things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I would love to hear a little bit more about, you know, what you do. Yeah, I think um, you two always just really, uh, you know, have such beautiful philosophical uh, thoughts about these topics. And I, uh, something I'd never thought about is what Stacy kind of opened it up with and said, you know, you got to love yourself the way you would love others. Wow. That's going to be like a game changer for me, I think in terms of the way I think about it. So I'm really appreciative of that. So I have a few things that I think are staples in my life that, you know, luckily I've got a really great job and I have a stable income and some things that I can splurge on. And so I know that this isn't possible for everyone. And I, I recognize that, but, um, I love good sheets, like good bed sheets, good blankets. Like I want to be comfortable and love it. I love it. (laughs) I I posted last night on Facebook. Like I saw that (laughs) what's everyone's favorite sheets because mine ripped and I have these and they're Brooklyn and I've had two sets of sheets ripped like that. So I'm a little mad, but I want to know like what everyone loves so much. I trust other people. <laughs> this is like first world like problems right here. I mean, I know Katie, <laughs> let me put it in context. You know, like this is all total first world stuff. There's still like a raging pandemic out here. And I'm like, my sheets ripped, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, but something else that I do is, you know, probably five years ago, I started buying some pretty good skincare products to making sure I really took care of my skin and I make it like a ritual. I even do something that I learned at this very like spiritual resort that I went to just before, um, we were successful with an IVF pregnancy. I like look straight in my eyes. It's probably super creepy, but I look right in my eyes as I'm like doing like face masks and stuff. And it's like you, it's a kind of a connection thing. So I do that. Y'all both know that I take a bath every single night. Like if I miss a bath, it is not good news for anybody in this house. So my (laughs) friends will make fun of me. Like we'll be out, you know, we're like, we go to dinner, we have some drinks. I'm like, okay, I got to go. And they're like, bath time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I still, I need 30 minutes for my bath at the end of every day. So that's crazy. <laughs> I have a question for you, Katie, yeah. right? So this might be TMI, but so I don't do baths because I, I feel like it's weird to like sit in your filth for that long. So yeah. do you shower before a bath? No, no. So you just sit in Okay. I mean, I it's mean, on I your body already to take baths. Every, at least My, every now and then I'm an advocate for women to take every now and then. every now and then. I just don't, I don't do it in areas. Okay. Okay. Listen, I need to back up because we need to clarify something. You are literally sitting with the filth on your skin all day long. Okay. So at least okay. when I get in the bathtub, it's getting off my skin. Break it down. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Good. So maybe I've converted you. No, but it's okay. I you get don't it just now. take a shower. Bath, but I'm not like judging ever. you anymore. What about bath bomb? I just don't bath do bombs. Guys. Do you like bath bombs, Katie? Oh yeah. I use like, I use Epsom salt or bubbles or like something. I have like little oils that I like drip in there. I'm, I mean, I, if you ever want to know what to get me, like it's bath stuff. 
I think I got you that last year. So you're right. I appreciate your thing. I'm not going to do it, but I respect it. it. I'm going to get back um, for Katie and gasoline for my. Okay. You love me. You really love me, Stacey. I love y'all. I love y'all. So I I need jokes to know your love language. This is so funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. So also workouts. I love to work out. I love to sweat. Um, but I love to do low impact stuff. Um, but I feel so much better. Like I know that if I'm feeling stressed or a little anxious, like if, even if I just like jump rope outside of my office door for five minutes, like I'm going to feel better after that. So that's an aspect of stress management for sure. I meditate not nearly enough as I should, but I'm, I'm pretty consistent with it because I think it, I mean, I'm a firm believer that anxiety is born of living too much either in the past or in the future. And I didn't think of that myself. I mean, of course, this is just like a very common theme among like Buddhists and people from the Eastern part of the world where meditation has been a staple of their peace for millennia, you know, so this is not new, but I absolutely believe it. That's when I feel the most nervous or anxious as if I'm thinking about something in the future or something that happened in the past. So, you know, meditating keeps you right where you are and that really helps to minimize anxiety. Also, I start every day with an excellent cup of coffee with beans that are like, you know, single origin. They're like from very specific parts of the world. And I grind my own beans and do my own coffee pour over every day. So I started off with really good coffee and Maya knows this because I took her to the best coffee place in the world in Dallas at the Jewel Hotel. It's called Weekend Coffee. And, um, I need to go back. Yeah. I, the first time I ever went there, they charged me like six fifty for a cup of coffee. I was like, excuse me. I don't, there's no way this can be that good. And I was like, kind of rude to the barista. I mean, I bought it anyway, but I was just like, whoa, okay. I mean, I don't know who you guys think you are, but here (laughs) you're already making it. I guess I'll pay for it. (laughs) And then like, and I started feeling real bad later that morning and the coffee was excellent. Like I'd never tasted anything like it. So I went back to the coffee shop to apologize to the barista. And I'm like, listen, (laughs) I was not that nice earlier. And I'm really sorry about that. Plus, I also want another cup. So <laughs> I really came back for the coffee, though, not the apology. <laughs> so I really came back to apologize, but I'm sure it felt like I came back for the second cup. But yeah, I mean, I start my every day with a good cup of coffee. Y'all know I go to sleep early because, you know, at the end of our nights, y'all are still talking to each other and I'm out. I know. Um, okay. Like 930, I'm done. Um, and the last thing I'll just say, um, on like a, a bigger, broader level, for me is I do, you know, it's not a intentional check-in with myself, but there are things that will creep up in my life that maybe I'll just notice have either always been a problem or it's a new one or something that is taking away my peace in my life. And so that most recently for me is uh, some challenges that I have with food. And I'm just starting to explore some of the complexities with that and some things that have made me um, not eat like I give a damn, you know, like I'm, I'm not doing what Stacy said, but I don't know why it's not as easy as like, you know, I mean, I, I know that 
you know, she has worked very, very hard. And my too, I mean, you both have worked very hard to kind of dial in your food so that it does your body well. And it helps you to achieve your workouts that you do every day and, you know, manage your children, all those things, all the emotional well-being. But sometimes for other people, it's not as easy as just mm-hmm. saying, okay, I care about myself. I love myself. Sometimes there are more challenges and there, and there are for me. So yeah. I'm starting a class, a group therapy, like session in just a couple of weeks. I know we'll end up talking more about it because it will be a big focus of my life. Yeah. And it's something that, oh my gosh, if I could fix this, if I could get to a good place with my relationship with food. I mean, I'm literally unstoppable after that. I mean, that's all that's left. So that's all Girl. that's left. Standing in my way. I'll pretty much be saving the world. Me. <laughs> then I'll be my, you know, I'll just be her. I'll be Then perfect. you will be me. You will. <laughs> yeah, no weird mannerisms. <laughs> yeah, she's got no ticks, like nothing <laughs> at all. No, but seriously, I mean- that'll be a big, huge step for me. I have a lot of hope and a lot of faith in this potential process, but also a lot of doubts. Um, so more on that to come, but that's another part of loving myself is going, there's this thing that just always has bothered me my whole life. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it comes from. I don't understand it, but I need some help on figuring it out. And that to me is another indication of just being like, how can I live to my fullest capacity and love myself? And therefore be a help, like Stacy says, to everyone else in my life, like I'd like to be. Um, and so that's kind of it for me. Those are kind of the details of some self-care, self-love, stress management, peace maintaining activities in my life. Activities. <laughs> you got them all. Just, you know, I love, love thyself, that. peace, prioritization. I can't even say that word. Stress management. You got it all. That was good stuff, Katie. I really, I, for, I totally forgot about the meditation piece. I mean, I've just been exploring meditation in the last two years. And you talked about like a lot of it was, it's been going on for years and like Mm. Eastern religions, but like, it's actually something that goes across like multiple religions. Meditation is something that has worked for so many different people. And it's such a beautiful thing. And I think some people, I want to just talk about it real quick, because I think a lot of people think it's like one of those kooky things, Mm -hmm. but it's like yoga. Yeah. It's kind of like people would think about yoga, but like, it's actually scientific that they can show when they like monitor your heart rate, monitor your nervous system. After you do a meditation, all of that data comes back that you're more relaxed, you're more regulated. So this isn't like just frou-frou stuff. Like this is scientific that like meditation helps you get grounded. And it also made me think of one other thing when I was talking to one of my therapists recently and it relates to self-love too. And she was like, you got to keep asking yourself, how can I support Stacy? Mm-hmm. You insert your name, whatever it is. How can I support Katie? How can I support my in this moment? So if I'm having a rough time, what do I need to do to love myself right now to get myself to a better place? And through my therapy, I was able to figure out kind of what my staples were. I talked about some of them, but we determined it was like my meditations are critical for me to manage the anxiety that tries to come against me my lifting, my heavy lifting, my workouts, and then my spiritual time with God, like those are like my staples. All the other things are like, they're just going to help make that exponential. But if I'm missing any of those three, I'm not right. (laughs) (laughs) You're godless. It's one of those, yeah, we're going to take it back. So I really like what everybody kind of shared today. You can kind of hear how 
there was some overlap in the things that we do to provide self-love towards ourselves. Um, Katie, did you have something else you wanted to say? Yeah. Yeah. I I just wanted to say before you wrapped up, I mean, uh, real quick back on the meditation piece is that really all you're doing when you meditate is, is following your breath. You're literally observing yourself breathe in and out. There's nothing weird going on in your head. You're not like being hypnotized or something. It's seriously, you are focusing on your breath because it's this constant effortless thing that you do all day long. And it keeps you right in that moment Mm -hmm. of you breathing in and breathing out. And that's it. That's really all meditation is in terms of like mindfulness meditation. There, there are different kinds, but, but mindfulness meditation is what most people have heard of what they're most familiar with. It's really just about like trying to stay right here. And the thing that you keep coming back to is breathing and that's it. I mean, it's very, very, it's like super simple but also very hard to do, <laughs> um, you know, cause your mind starts racing. Oh yeah. But you know what? All you have to do is, and I'm not awesome at this yet, but I've gotten a lot better. Is just be compassionate. Like if your mind wanders all the only thing that the great meditation teachers tell you is to just right when you realize it, come back and follow your breath again. That's it. You don't need to be upset with yourself. You don't need to like denigrate yourself. Nothing like that. It's just about, oh, okay. I, I realize that I'm kind of off over here in this thought. I'm coming right back to my breath. And that's what you do over and over and over again. And eventually it, the time lengthens between your mind wandering and you're able to have more of like kind of this steady state um, of quiet. So anyway, I just, I really wanted to, you're right. I mean, there's a ton of science behind it. I mean, particularly the studies they do are uh, cortisol measurement, right? So the stress hormone, stress hormone. Yeah. exactly. Like that declines significantly, not only just from like one single session. So if you're in a deep need at that moment, like an emergency need that you need to like calm down, maybe it's panic or something like that. It can work in an individual uh, time frame but it also has worked in very long-term studies, right? Where people's cortisol just continues to decline in the control group, you know, versus the, or the, you know, I don't know how to explain a scientific experiment, but you know, like, like the people who are right. doing it, <laughs> my sister will just die after hearing this. We call stuff like a control group, the the scientists. But anyway, yeah, I just wanted to say a little bit more about that because you're right. It's not frou-frou and it's not actually that it's not complex to do either. Yeah. And you could either, you could do like guided, there's guided meditations. There's, there's free ones. I use, I use a couple different apps for my guided meditations. One of them is free. It's called insight timer, and you can search for whatever type of meditation you want to do. Um, and then there's other sources out there too. If you have Peloton, they have meditations. There's just so much out there. Um, and Katie mentioned it as far as how much it can help you. It's simple, but it's so helpful too. Um, and I'm really glad you shared that Katie. So, um, just to kind of get back to wrap everything up, you, you kind of heard how everybody has like our own unique ways that we try to show ourselves self-care and self-love. You know, there's different elements, whether it falls under emotional or physical or spiritual well-being, there's different methods that you can use to do that. But just remember, you're worth it. You're worth the self-love. It's not selfish. It's actually serving others because then you can be at your best and people need you at your best. So 
don't neglect this part of who you are and showing yourself self-love. And if you have any questions about anything that we covered today, please, please reach out to us in any way you want to through our Facebook group or through our Instagram at Fem Collective. We would love to hear from you and just support your journey of self-love. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. Be sure to write a review and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at Femme Collective Podcast and continue the discussion by joining our Femme Collective Facebook group. Until next time, this is Femme Collective, where it's all about empowering connection through her perspective.